I have missed you all. I've missed talking to you. I've missed this microphone. And we're going to start a new season of this podcast. And we're giving it our all right off the bat. So you know what it is. My name is Matt Brown. I said no mushrooms, right? I've lost I a potential bride and you're talking about salad. I blew it. You saw, you saw a wife there. Love means never having to say you're sorry. You know what sucks? <laughs> Realizing that everything you believe in is complete and utter bullshit sucks. What do you mean? Uh, you know, destiny and soulmates. True love and all that childhood fairy tale. Nonsense. You were right. I, I should have listened to you. Let's examine all of that in this episode. Let's start the show. Why do we stay with lovers who we know down deep? Just Why would we rather put ourselves through hell than sleep alone figure out dating. Here we go. What's going on, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Tuesday, July 19th, 2022, and it is so good to be back with each and every single one of you as we kick off a new season of the Productive Conversations podcast, and we're going to make this wait worth it. Before we start off this new season, before we kick off this monumental episode that is really special, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So it's been a while, everybody. I mean, we only done five shows since... It, we only did two shows in June, two shows in May... One show in July so far, all NBA, and though it was definitely great covering the NBA playoffs with my productive NBA crew, I was going through a lot. I really was. 
and trying to get this podcast going with the very intense schedule I've been dealing with for a while. Work is um, has been a bit of a challenge, but uh, nothing we can't handle. Uh, I've also been needing to Uber a lot and Uber eating pretty much almost all the time. The little time I have free, I definitely want to have a good social life. I'm 27 years old and you're only 27 once. I can't be working on it like a madman all the time. And then seeing my family when I can, my brother moved to Florida. I mean, a lot's going on. And, And there were times it was really hard to keep up. But the one thing in my mind was having this podcast continue strong and continue to have it grow and have it continue to be a great outlet for so many people that I've been meeting in my life, so many people to use as as an outlet to promote themselves or what they do. And it, it was really tough. It really was tough. But all in all, I just knew I had to get to this mic. I knew I had to talk with so many interesting people. I knew I had to create great content that is productive, special, informative, and entertaining and inspiring to the productive nation and all the people listening and subscribing. I knew I had to make this possible for you all. And finally, with hard work, determination, making a lot of phone calls, we could get back on track with this show and we'll start a new era. And I have been recording shows when I can. I've been scheduling new people. I've been scheduling old people. As we continue to have our traditional productive conversations with people, as we get to know them or what they do, or we do our sports panels, our pop culture panels, politics if we need to be there, business, all of that. A lot to talk about and lots going on. And, you know, This was the one thing missing, was being able to do these shows in my life. And now I think we finally have a a grasp that we could continue it. And I want to do a huge shout out to the Productive MBA crew to allow me to at least have some type of shows and put them out there before we get back into other content besides just sports and basketball. I want to thank them because the show, I don't want to go on a three-month break. And because of the basketball shows, we were able to put something out there. And I want to just thank the Productive NBA crew for making that possible. And I just want to thank each and every single one of you for sticking with me, for having the patience. And for that, I'm going to return to you some amazing content throughout the rest of the year and beyond that. So I figured this is a great place to start an in-person podcast about something we all can connect on, pretty much most of us, no matter what our gender, no matter what our sexual orientation, it is finding companionship, dating, having fun, you know, fooling around and all that, understanding the world of dating, whether short-term, long-term, looking for a soulmate or looking for a one-night stand, or you just want some companionship and someone to talk to and connect with. It's something we all seek. I think all species pretty much try to figure out the world of dating. And I thought I can bring some of the best minds, both men and women, to talk about this subject. 
So today, returning for you first, we have returning to the show, our great friend Brian McKeon is back with us. We also have some new friends on the block, three people making their productive conversations debut. First, we have my one of my best friends in this world, Sam Anchari, a highly requested guest. Enjoy enjoy this time. We might not see him again on the show for a long time, but we're very happy to have him. He has a lot of great things to say. His brother and also a very good friend of mine. I love this guy. Will Anchari has joined the show as well to talk about the world of dating. And also we have Erica from Italy joining us in studio in our jersey city studio and uh this is going to be great so the four of us sat down a few months ago on a saturday night and we talked about the world of dating the ups the downs the good advice the bad advice we throw some stories in there and we vent on frustrations but also come together to talk about you know, what this all means, and we have a better understanding on, I think, both the female and male perspective, hence why I wanted all of us to discuss this topic, and I think we can all connect with it. And this is an episode I'm very proud of, something that I had to work my ass off to get out there despite my crazy schedule in life right now, and we were able to pull it off. That's why I did a special code open. That's why I, you know, and taking time out to make sure this is possible and it's finally released to you on this beautiful midsummer day and let's get to it let's talk about the world of dating i really think you will get a really really great experience from it and let's enjoy it together let's enjoy it together erica from italy will onchari sam onchari Brian McKeon, it's your guy's turn. It's your guy's and girl's turn. Let's enjoy and talk about the world of dating. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. All right. This is going to be one monumental episode of the Productive Conversations podcast. The reason why is because, one, we have an all-star cast to join us. Before we get into it, I just want to introduce uh, Brian McKeon, good friend of the show's here. Brian, what's going on? How we doing, everyone? Just having fun. Thanks for inviting me. Absolute pleasure. And we have Erica from Italy. <laughs> Erica, Wait, what's going yeah. on? I'm good. I'm drinking my stuff. No, I can't do this stuff. Can't. <laughs> oh, we're so excited to have you. You're going to pull it off. It's going to be a great episode. Then we also have the Ancharis back there. Samuel Anchari, what's going on, gentlemen? Hey, we're just hanging here. Shout Yo, out to what's going on? What's going on? Shout out to my ex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, good segue. So what we're all doing here is we're going to discuss dating. So we're all in our 20s. We're all, you know, trying to figure out what dating is, whether short-term, long-term, monumental relationship, fantastic one-night stand, or maybe the opposite of both. But we're here basically just talking about our experiences, trying to understand from both perspectives, the male and female, and uh, we're try- hopefully we'll all get something out of it and we're going to be productive most of all. So this is going to be fun. No, this is not exactly a you know kiss and tell type of podcast. This isn't us venting and being sad about our exes and stuff. This is literally us 
I'm going to throw topics out there regarding the world of dating. I just want to hear you guys' opinion. And uh, guys and girls, I should say. And we'll go from there. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, let's get to it. You guys ready? Here we go. All right. Every single one of you. All right. So this is how it's going to work, as I said. I'm going to throw out a topic that I came up with or heard of and it's all revolving dating and what dating means you know specifically here we're going to talk about you know a guy and a girl who like each other very much or may not like each other or one likes one more than the other and we will talk about our various experiences and hopefully we can also relate it to all orientations as well and make it a good thing for everybody because dating is something no matter what your orientation is that is definitely a challenge at times but also very rewarding so we might be focusing a lot more on you know heterosexual dating but we hope that we can make this relevant for everybody and i just want to put that out there because it's important so with that everybody's ready i'm going to throw the topics out there and we're gonna have a good time let's do it, let's do it. all right so where do i begin how about i say what's you know dating right <laughs> something else before I pick the topics, like, how's your dating, not, not the words like, how's your dating life personally, but has dating been something, like, hard to figure out for you, or am I just bluffing, and maybe I'm just a hopeless romantic? We'll start with that. All right, so I'll start with me. So, like, me, like, I was more of a, like, late bloomer, so, like, I really didn't start, like, actually going on dates until college. You know, I went to, like, an old boys' school and high school, focused on my sports and stuff like that. So, I was just, like, you know, into me. Um, and then I hit college, and I was like, holy shit, women, this is amazing. Um, where have you been all my life? I should have opened my eyes a little bit sooner. So, I, you know, I had to learn the ropes quick and stuff like that. Got a girlfriend for a little bit of time, broke up, blah, blah, blah. Another girlfriend again, blah, blah, blah. You know, I just feel feeling the game and vibing and stuff and whatnot. So like, there's been some challenges, there's been some lessons learned, but I feel like by now I have a little raps and you know understand a little bit of the game this far, you know, so far, but you know, just enjoy and having fun. It's all about the process. Definitely about the process indeed. What about you, Erica? So Erica, you are from Italy. Mm-hmm. We're so happy to have you here in the United States, here in <laughs> New Jersey. You. I'm sure you've had various experience and you could actually say this in both countries, but we'd like to hear from your perspective, how is dating? So, um, dating in Italy and dating here is very different. And since I moved here, like, I kind of like understand how dating works here. And I didn't know, like, at first when I moved here. And so I was like shocked when I came here because like, what you do is kind of weird. But um, I guess like dating is different in every age. So when you grow up, you have like different, like, uh, you're looking for different things and you want to settle down for different things and I feel like at this age I've done like both like I've done the like kind of um, love at first sight thing so now I'm looking for other things and like I feel like everyone I feel like this is how it works for everyone like as when you grow up you're, you're like looking for other things rather than just like oh that person is beautiful. I like spending time with that person, no matter what, uh, what are their like ideas or whatever. I want to just be with, with that person, but like growing up is different. So I think I've like experienced both kind of things. So I'm, I'm still not ready to like tell something like. Oh, it's all good. I think it's something like you said, everybody's trying to figure out and like that's the point of this podcast. As we're still trying to figure out, we can at least get some perspectives and 
moving forward after this, hopefully we, um, things work out. And I think at the end of the day, as long as you get the respect and being a good human being, no matter who you date, it should uh, work out, you know? I think people are making like dating much more like hard than it actually is. Like literally, you just need to be honest on what you're looking for and like what kind of person you are. And then if you don't vibe with that person or if you're, if you're like not looking for the same thing as that person is looking for, then okay, um, just move on. Just You don't have to force someone to be uh, something that they're not. And I feel like people are like stuck in this kind of thing. Like I want to make that person, I want to make that person change so that the, that person will be like how I want them to be but like this is not how it works and it's it's much more easier if you're, if you're just honest and if you just tell like how you are and what you're looking for how you're feeling in their like dating thing so it, it makes things much more easier like n there's no need to play games and blah 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 that stuff yeah I appreciate that honesty there that's that's really wholesome and uh, I think you hit the nail on the head It's a human thing I think we're all trying to get and uh, sometimes it's easier for other people and sometimes it's harder but I think there's someone there for everyone I like to think and as long so. as you hope so for <laughs> sure right so. and as long as you you know put yourself out there most of all before we go into our topics at the end of the day if you be yourself and you're kind good things will happen i really think that and before we vent and tell funny stories and stuff but at the end of the day does it really matter that much not really does it matter that you have to get so stressed out about somebody i think somebody special in your life should at least help you make it easier trying to get to know them and and Sure, that takes time, and sometimes it happens when you're 20, sometimes it happens when you're 50, but again, as long as you're a good person, something will happen, you'll, um, you know, you'll have somebody really fall for you. I'll have to interject on this right now. I'll say one thing before starting. There is no right or wrong way to date. It's about finding the right person that fits with you, and I always felt this, you know, love is about finding the broken pieces that fit together with yours. And that's the key. You need to find the right person that crashes and molds with your your spontaneity, your greatness, also your sorrow and your bad feelings. It's all about the holistic you know, being of that person. And that's the important thing. You can't just be at the surface. You can't just be there at the happy moments. You have to be there for everything. So that's the key, I think, as we go throughout this. Absolutely great stuff. And Anchari, boys, do you have anything to add to this? Um, yeah, I was actually going to say, I was actually going to agree with him that, you know, it's not always going to be the good stuff. And that's the thing that I think we assume when we're in a relationship that everything's going to be peaches and cream. It's going to be fun. But like a relationship takes work and people don't want to put in that work a lot of the time when they get in a relationship because they're like, oh, there's a honeymoon phase. This is really fun. But then things do get difficult like you guys aren't going agree to on, agree on everything and then when those things happen I think that's when people get scared and kind of back out you know what I mean absolutely and you're good over there Sam you got anything <coughs> yeah as uh, somebody with multiple failed relationships uh, <laughs> I'm not really looking for the answer in anybody at this point I'm just looking for somebody that I uh, kind of feel it out let the feelings organically uh, multiply And I feel like, uh, for whatever reason, like we try to project the selves we want to be without being that person at the time. And you kind of just don't attract the people that you need in your life at that point. 
<laughs> you know, you're working towards a failed relationship. So, I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. I'm 27. I got a lot of time left. But uh, every girl I did wrong, <laughs> you were better than I was ready for. So, I'm going to leave it at that. How can we end it off any better than that? That was, that was sweet. But seriously, appreciate you all with the great thoughts and insights. And... We're all going to, somebody's going to be very lucky to have all of us whenever that time comes. So until then, let's figure out, let's look back and let's have some fun with this. Let's uh, talk about some dating stuff. So like I said, I have a list of things to talk about. Just going to throw it out there. What do you think? So let's get to it. There's this one term that I think that I've learned that everybody, no matter generations, whether you were texting, going through the payphone, you get the 20s, talk like this or whatever, ghosting. All right, how do you define ghosting? That's an American thing. Oh, okay, we'll definitely get into that, <laughs> yeah. Erica. That's already exactly why like I love your insight. Thing. Ghosting, which is when, you know, specifically in dating, when you're talking to someone and they disappear. You know, one day they're they're sending you uh, beautiful messages about your support, how much they appreciate you, how much they can't wait to see you, and then they go. I don't know. They don't text back. So basically when somebody doesn't text back, email back, call back, that's ghosting. And I wish I could say I never ghosted, but I admit I have in the past. I've been better at it, but I've ghosted people before that I should have been more of a man and said, hey, I'm not interested. But at the time, I wasn't because I didn't like it when somebody did it to me. So now I'd like to be as transparent as I can get. And then anyone I'm talking to, I got to be ready. I am okay to tell them this isn't working out. And of course, sometimes that has worked in my favor in the sense that you know some people are understanding some people don't get it and they send they call you an ass like one person called me an ass once uh, in snapchat um whether i deserve it or not i said i don't think this is working and they called me an ass on snapchat it uh I, cost of doing business. It's, it's cost of doing business. But of course, I it's not fun when you're vibing with somebody and they don't respond to you for whatever reason. Um, Brian, you have, I'm sure you have some words on the ghosting. Yeah, I would say I hate ghosting. I just don't think like I'm an old school kind of guy. Like if I don't I'm not vibing with a girl or you know I'm I just don't feel it. I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be upfront with her. I'm gonna be honest. I'm saying. You know, wrong time. It's not working right now. I'm not feeling this. You're a cool girl, you know, fun, but it's just not clicking. And, you know, I don't like ghosting because, like, you know, it's not, it doesn't feel good when someone just cuts you off completely. Yeah. Because, you know, it. you think, what did I do wrong on the mm-hmm. other side? And it's like, what, then you start questioning you when you really shouldn't be questioning you. It could just be that that person wasn't right for you. Yeah. And you don't know. You don't have an answer. There is no closure. You know, I'm someone that likes closure, likes your response, likes the last word kind of thing of like, let me know what happened. And when you don't get that, you know, you start psychoanalyzing your own self and you're like, what, what, what did I do wrong? Was this the right person? Did I, did I try too much? Did I text her too much? Did when I double text her that time, was that the wrong thing? Even though I was just asking a question that, you know, I knew she wasn't going to respond to. So it's like, you know what I mean? We just got to figure it out. So, you know, it definitely gets complicated. I think it, you're right. It's all about the figuring out. And you, you feel like an ass when somebody doesn't respond. But you have to remember some people aren't 
are too much of a coward to to be honest with you and you can't take that personally either and as I mentioned there was times where I was a coward doing it but I really think since the year 2019 that I don't do such a thing anymore and um that's what I have to say about that um ghosting is quite aggravating uh, before we get with, with you, Erica, because you mentioned this doesn't happen where you're from. I'm very interested to hear that. But on Chari's, with the ghosting too, isn't it? Uh, how do you guys feel about it? Um, I was actually going to say, I think what it is is like what Erica had said, like it comes back to being honest. So it's like when you aren't honest, it's like, oh, you know, I wasn't really feeling this. I don't know how to say it. Rather than just being honest, let me just disappear. I feel like they think that's the easy way out of it, but like, I'd rather, me personally, I'd rather you just be straight up like, you're not feeling this. And I feel like we'd all want that, but rather we all take the easy way out sometimes. I've done it too. So I feel like with ghosting, it kind of feels like, oh, you know, I don't really want to do the work of like, you know, rejecting someone. Because one, we don't like getting rejected and I don't think we like doing that to someone too so I guess this is kind of like the easy way like let him down easy kind of thing you know what I mean definitely definitely I'm a little different I personally don't care so I feel like everybody's on their own uh, kind of social scale here nobody can operate like the next person like able to you know kind of fall in line of what you want them to do like people have their own social skills I got to understand that a girl might not be comfortable coming to me, mm-hmm. saying that kind of stuff. So I really don't care. If I get ghosted, I'll just move on. Like, it's just whatever to me. Like, you're not texting me. Like, I'll gladly not text you back. It's, it's because whatever. you ghost everyone. Yeah, yeah, but I also ghost a lot of people myself. So. <laughs> but I also feel like it's like, how long are you talking to that person yeah. before yeah. you get ghosted? Yeah. I think that's the important part is the length of, like, like mm-hmm. I've been ghosted, but it was like let's say I matched with a girl on Tinder. It was like you want to come at my place because that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Go away. Oh, I was stealing your. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was <laughs> you just saying like. My <laughs> oh, your talking points. My bad. Um, no, I was just saying like because I've like talked to people on Tinder. It'll be like three days and then it just ends like that. So I don't. Maybe that doesn't feel as bad. I feel like ghosting is like worse when it's like you're. You're investing in this person, and then they kind of just throw it away. And I think yeah. it's the length of time is what really makes it like, damn, this sucks as far as ghosting. You know, I agree with you on that. Like, if it was only online, I wouldn't like and got ghosted. Like, I wouldn't feel bad. If I, I took a girl out on like a two dates, three dates, or something like that, you know, even a date, something really nice. You know what I mean? Like, you know, dinner. Like, you know, went to like go see something. Like, you know, and then got ghosted. I just feel like you know, just do the service of saying you're not vibing with me because I put that effort in. I at least want something saying, you know what? I'm not vibing it, but thank you for that time. I did enjoy it. It's just we're on two different like you know time frames right now. Perfectly okay. I've ghosted before you know online and stuff like that and you know like I feel bad but it's like you know sometimes you just sometimes I feel you have to ghost not because you know you're not into the person because you know you are not into the person and you know you want to just like not deal with it but you have to teach them a little bit of a lesson it's like the way in which you're going about especially on like online dating apps and stuff like that the way in which you're going about talking to me you need to get put in check and a way of ghosting is saying wait this didn't work they learned a lesson from that don't act this way. And I feel like that's a teaching tool. Ghosting can be a teaching tool for people sometimes when it comes in putting them in check. 
Yeah, I think we all need that honesty sometimes. Great stuff there. Now, Erica. You said everything. <laughs> Erica, no, so you are from Italy. Yeah. And the first thing I said when about ghosts and this doesn't happen where you're from. Can mm. you elaborate more on that? So from my, from my experience, so maybe it was different from someone else. But so in Italy, it's like the dating thing is completely different in Italy. Um, so here you can like talk with a lot of people. You can go on dates with a lot of people at this, in the same like period. That's not how it's worked in Italy for me. So like if you go if you go on multiple dates with the same person, it's because you want to like get in a relationship with that person. If you want to just like hook up or stuff, you you don't even go on dates. Like they don't even take you out on dates. Guys don't take you out on da on dates if they just wanna have sex with you, or they take you on one date. They do what they wanna do, and then they're just telling you like, "Hey, I don't want anything else." So the ghosting thing um, happened here, like for me. So I haven't been ghosted actually, but I <laughs> but I've ghosted people. So what, what you were saying is right, like if I ghost, some, ghost someone um, after talking with them for like three days on Tinder, Hinge or whatever, it's not really ghosting. Like we have so much, like uh, so many um, options on, with dating apps. So if you talk f with someone for a while on, on the app or like with, via text or whatever, and you don't meet them and you just stop texting them, it's not really That, like it's not really ghosting because like you haven't met them uh, like you just found that someone else was like more interesting probably so and also I think that sometimes people are scared to tell the truth like uh, to tell someone that they don't want to uh, hang out with them anymore they don't want to keep like the thing going because when you talk with someone you kind of understand what like their vibe is so you understand if someone can actually get mad with you if you stop if you stop if you stop uh texting them so you're you're kind of you know i don't want to deal with this so i'm just gonna ghost them because i know they're gonna get mad they're gonna come me an asshole an asshole whatever right so A fair point Excellent sometimes point. you don't do it for that yeah with that We, uh, we definitely hope nobody has to ghost because they feel uncomfortable. But I guess, you know, I don't. I guess like sometimes you do. Like every situation is different, and nobody should be in a um, uncompromising position like that. And that's when you know blocking comes in, mm -hmm. and then it's appropriate. Like if somebody's being absolutely appropriate, leave them. It's not worth it. And yeah, we were just mostly focusing on you know you met the person, maybe going on dates, and then they disappear for whatever reason. At the end of the day. What you said and the theme everybody's saying here is the honesty. That's all we're asking for is the honesty. And sometimes you have to understand, sometimes you're going to get it. Sometimes you don't, but you know who's going to be the genuine out of this. And as long as you don't ghost like people have done in the past from here on out, I'm sure it'll be a little more smoother and get some better karma out of it. I'll definitely say this, though. Um, if you go on a date and you someone spends money, like, ghosting, like, Yeah. You should not ghost. Like you should just give a reason because like you don't know someone's financial situation. Like someone could really like you and be dirt broke and really scratch the barrel to take you on a really, really nice date. 
and like went well above their means for that. You know what I mean? And like that's why I always think I'm like, imagine if like someone really doesn't have a, like a lot of money and they took me on a crazy like five star dinner to SDK in the city, went to a Broadway play, you know, matinee, something like that, right? And it's like then you ghost them. It's like they really they 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 lost. You know, they were eating ramen for a few days during that week. You know what I mean? They didn't go out with their boys that weekend. You know what I'm saying? It's like they really you know saved up that money and they wanted to give you a good time. Even if it didn't work out, it was more if they wanted to enjoy that experience. Give them the courtesy and just be like, I see the effort you put in. It's just not vibing right now. Totally okay. That's what I'm saying. It's about like the investment you put in that makes it hurt a lot more. Because when you're pursuing something with someone, you're putting your time, whatever it's, whether it's money, into that person. And then for them to just disappear, it's kind of like, wow, like that really sucks because like I saw something there, you know what I mean? So like it makes it like, it's the investment you put. You'd hope like they put that back into you, but like rather than that, they just disappear. It's like, damn, that really sucks. You know what I mean? That brings up more of a bigger issue of, should we really be doing expensive dates in the first few dates? Should we do little things? you know low cash events free things going to places like parks and stuff like that stuff that isn't really a big gesture of oh I got cash because that's a big turn off sometimes people when you're showing your high roller and everything like that doing little things like that so it's not that much of a ego hit and not that much of a monetary hit where you're like damn I just like spent all this money and you don't appreciate that so it definitely goes into that as well I think this is perfectly transitions into this next subject is the first date and that etiquette with the cash right it really bothers you and that my very last date was like that my rule personally first dates you either get a drink or a milkshake i don't think coffee did. how do i how am i gonna establish a connection at 10 in the morning with you on a weekday maybe some people pulled off i just personally can't but i think the first date should be just a drink or a milkshake. And the question I'll throw out there is regard the, the paying of it, because I can better I could be better suited if I get ghosted and I only spent four dollars or four, four if I spend money on four drinks. That's an easier pill to swallow than an eighty to one hundred dollar dinner. Like, for instance, that's with me. Last person I date, I thought they liked me. If I could show you the text, how could you not expect them to like you with all the things they were saying? Uh, great guy. I like everything about you. I love your hugs, all that. And um, then they go, and I feel like I might as well have burnt $80, $85, whatever I spent the last time. And I broke my own rule because, like, oh, this person seems to check the boxes. And even though I think, when I first met him right away, the little part say this ain't this person ain't shit to you. Won't be. They might come off that way, but they they played you like a fiddle, and it's it's fine. It's whatever. But that's when the the, the sting of um, breaking my own rule. Maybe this is on me. I went to a dinner, and this place sucked so much. This was one of the worst places to ever eat Mexican food in Clifton, New Jersey. Like, you might as well go to McDonald's. At least I have some satisfaction. I can't say, I won't say it right now. It, it's it's um, initials LF, I'll say that, so put that. Um, but back to this why I'm bringing this up. First date. I know traditionally, and we're speaking of uh, in 
the heterosexual sense, the guy pays for the girl. That's like the ultimate tradition, right? And as time has gone by in generations, like people I've gone out with, let's split it. And you know what? For me, it's like, you know what? You're right. Let's split it. And whether that ruins my chances or not, I don't know. This is why I have somebody awesome like Erica to help bring that perspective. When it comes to the first dates, and this is me as a male asking a female, should the guy pay first? Should it be split or what? In your opinion. Girls don't like cheap guys. This is the thing. So they're going to pay. Especially if, if they ask you out, they're going to pay. That's the thing. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. Also, so you agree with that tradition. Guy yeah. pays for the girl first. Okay. Also, like, it depends. Like, it depends on, like, how the person is. So I don't feel like speaking up, like, for all the girls. Yeah, yeah. But if you ask me out, you're going to pay for whatever. Um... If you're gonna ask me to split the bill, we're gonna split the bill, but I'm not gonna see you again. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad, but you know what? When someone spends money on you, when a guy spends money on you, it makes a guy because I'm a girl and I'm like, I like guys, but um, it makes you feel like special for them. It's sad, but that's how it is. Like this person is putting like time and money, like he's spending time and money on me because he wants to. So it means that he likes me, he wants he wants to do this for me. So I feel like I'm worth it. Right. That's a sad thing, but that's how it works for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Now, whether from your friends or what you heard, when they're like, say right away, hey, do you want to split it? What should the guy do? Should you think they should agree with them? I will split it with you. Or say, no, how about I get it? Or you get the next one or what? I've never been on a date where a guy asked me to split the bill. If they're going to ask, I won't say no. Because, you know, I won't say no. Um, You know that, you know what? Like, no one that I know... Like, no one of my friends told me that, oh, I went on a date with this guy and they asked me to split the bill. Really? Yeah. But, so, if I keep... That's the, the dating stuff. But, of course, like, if I'm in, like, if I'm exclusively, exclusively dating this guy, I pay for for something, you pay for something else. But, like, in the dating stuff, like, in the first like in talking stage, I feel like they should pay. Hear that, hear that. What, what do you guys think? Everybody's going to hate me. <laughs> I, I definitely think, so like in my eyes, um, I, I would say wouldn't let because, you know, I want, you know, independent women, everything. I love that. Um, I really like rather a girl not start paying for dates until we start dating. Mm-hmm. Like my idea is I, if I hit you up and I want to take you on a date, I'm paying for you. You know what I mean? And then going off of Erica, like the way I think about it is this, if a girl asks to split a bit like, oh, I'll pay for some of it, right? You have a very good test right now to see yeah, if, right? if she's interested. This is what you do. Okay, you automatically, nah, nah, I want to pay for it. You could pay for tip, so she included paying for a little bit of the meal, and then you could buy the, you, we could go to a bar right now, and we could, you could pay for my first drink. Now you know if she's interested, she's going to go to another place with you after dinner. If not, then we know she's cutting the bill right now because it cut her losses. Mm-hmm. That's the way I do it. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, oh no, if, she, if the girl mentions it to me, okay, cool. 
automatically. All right, tip, you know, we'll work it out. You can pay for the tip right now. That's cool. You get to feel like you incorporated yourself. You show that you make money and everything like that, which I respect and the fun is very attractive. We love independent women. All right, we love the we love the working lady. You know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, grab me a drink. You know, grab, get my first drink. You know, grab a gin and tonic for me when we go to the next bar. Okay, cool. Then we start going like that and start vibing. If she's not feeling that, then we know it's not meant to be. Awesome stuff. Solid idea. I think I was just confused. Are we saying if a girl, just to clarify, are we saying if a girl says let's split it or is if, if a guy says let's split it? If a girl says let's I feel like that's like, I mean, like he said, like, is it a test? That's, that's but I feel like not. But I also feel like not every guy is like can read those kind of like. Because I mean, girls do. Yeah, I mean, girls do do that a lot. Where like, say this means one thing, but it means another thing, and I feel like a lot of guys don't pick up on that. So like. I don't think he's being an asshole by when you say something and he does it. I mean, like, I guess it's, it's reading those cues, I guess. But like, some guys might be like, okay, she wants to split it. Okay, cool. Maybe that he takes that as, oh, she's interested. Like, she wants to split it. Like, oh, wow. Like, you could take it that way. No, there's definitely some girls that just genuinely just want to be like, you know, I make money. I want to I wanna pay for this part of the bill. I had fun as well. I feel like I should, you know, give somewhat of a monetary value as well because I had a great time as well, which yeah. I totally get. But it's like, you know, on that first date, like I asked you out. I want to sp- I want to I want to show you that, like, you know, the fun we had, like I'm worth spending the money for and stuff like that. And you, know, you shouldn't be about money and everything like that. But it goes down to the brass tax when it comes on dates and stuff like that. But that's why we go back to what we were talking before. You do a first date that's like low key and stuff like that. You don't get into that weird conversation mm-hmm. in the beginning because right there that could hinder something not because you know that's like the ice you know the deal breaker just because you get caught in that I would say uh, societal like you know Pandora's box you know what I mean yeah no I think no one wants to get exactly tested what's the point of dating if well they didn't press this out or the other is exactly why you don't create a connection but yeah that's that's pretty solid and I really like your perspective Brian and yours too Erica I think there it's really there is a way that you can you just communicate around you can turn it around and make it of uh oh let's go to the next place you, you grab for drinks. The next time you grab drinks or something like that, or you pay tip, um, just to have them feel included and that, you know, they're being recognized that they're a contributing part of this relationship. So, you know, that you could do that. But, like, I also think, you know, just me, I'm an old school guy. Like, I, I want to pay for every date and stuff like that and until we start dating. Once we start dating, then it's more of a sharing. It's a culmination thing. We're together. Like, what he says, so I'd rather pay for something else like the next time or like after but like splitting the bill I don't know it's I don't like it because it it seems like okay the date wasn't that good so we're just gonna pay for whatever it's ours yes and we're just splitting it instead of like I'm gonna pay for the whole thing you're gonna pay for the whole thing so like I don't like splitting personally I'd rather pay for something else the next time like pay for drinks or whatever but splitting I don't know I I feel like it's like it's like you know you know it's separately yeah it feels weird it like changes the tone yeah 
Absolutely. Exactly. Do you feel also right before you, before we switch topics, two things. One, have you ever heard of people who will go on dates to get meals out of people? Yeah, definitely have heard of it. Yeah, and I've I've never that's never happened to me. I hope not. Um, but you know, yeah, I get that. You know, some people just want to have a good night and have some fun. Like there's people that like you know, oh, like I'm not interested in him, but I know he's he has, he's fun. He gives a, he has a good you know he's someone that gives a good date. He brings you to a nice place. He has a fun time. You'll go to like a you know like some like club nightclub and then you go out for drinks afterwards and you'll have a great night. He's just really a friend in your eyes, but you know he thinks that it's more and then you're not you don't talk to him and say it doesn't work surprise and do you feel there's any way you can notice that's coming like man i'm really here to give you free tacos or whatever i think it comes down to how you plan the date yeah someone that's i feel only looking for you know, just like the free meal, which I hate saying that because I hope people aren't like that. But, you know, if it is the case, you know, there are people like that. Um, I feel that they're not as um, contributing to making the plans. They're more like, you figure it out, you do whatever you want, you know. And I'll eat the food. And I'll eat this is okay, you know, I'm fine with anything. It's not they're not giving input. It's more of like a, a one-word kind of answer conversation. Yeah, enthusiasm. Just enough enthusiasm to keep you interested, but not enough to be like, oh, actually, you know, I was thinking about this. You know, this is, you know, we're going over here. This is place over here that's really cool. It's a really nice spot. You'd like it. And it's next to this bar that afterwards we can go to. Once you incorporate a bunch of different, like, plans and opportunities those things and options then you're like oh this person genuinely like is interested in me and it's like oh i'm excited to see you and stuff like that it's like oh they plan a date sounds good and then you don't hear about hear from them until like four hours before the date oh yeah getting ready i'll see you around this time (laughs) then you know it seems kind of obvious when you can point those things out if they say sure without the with just Assure instead of assure exclamation point. Yeah. Don't even bother. Assure with three E's at the end. Assure with three E's at the end. She's good. She's funny. She's playing with you. Just a normal sure. You're like, ah, I don't know what's going on. Do you think that? Do you think? Do you think that matters, Erica? Do you think that matters if they say the sure with the exclamation point, the hey with the two Y's, anything like that? I mean, not really. No, like I think maybe I, it's an American thing. Like maybe within mm. the text. Maybe like it's like when you put a period at the end of your text. That's bad. It's like really serious. Oh my goodness, they put a period. It's like that. I also think there's a big problem with texting. Like I hate texting with people after like a couple of dates. I rather FaceTime them because the sarcasm does not get picked up. And there's a big part of like Tell me about it. Big yeah, right? Big part part of like learning someone and learning their cues and like you know, what they like and stuff like that, what they dislike is feeling them out. And it's very hard to feel people out in text. That's why I personally think that as we've gone in through society over time, if you look at the last hundred years, like marriages and stuff like that and relationships, you see the divorce rates going up and stuff like that, besides like finances and shit like that, like, the way we communicate as people has changed and it's gone more, a lot more digital and you lose that human interaction. And when you lose that human interaction, you don't understand people. Like back in the day, you would literally have to call their parents' house <laughs> and be like, hey, is, uh, is Samantha home? Blah, blah, blah. And start, you know, and have a conversation to get to know that person. You hear that laugh on the, you know, we see LOL or the emoji now. Are they really laughing? When you used to hear it and you know what a, a forced laugh and a genuine laugh is, you know what I mean? 
mean? You know, you talk to someone out, you see the, you know what an eye roll is. You know a good eye roll and you know a funny eye roll is and you know, I'm just fucking around with you and having fun. Like a flirty eye roll. It's a two, we lose that through texting. That's why I love FaceTiming. And people are like, oh, I don't want, you know, I'm not looking good right now. If I'm talking to you, I don't care if you like, don't have makeup on right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's a, what's a good like alternative? It's still kind of texting, but not really FaceTime. It's like voice notes. I feel like those, yes. those yeah, definitely absolutely. add a different, yeah, those definitely add like a different dimension to texting. I mean, it's still texting, but like, it's that person, you know what I mean? It's not the words that you're reading and you don't know what's behind those words, but like the voice changes a lot of things, you know what I mean? I'll definitely say this. Could you imagine Morgan Freeman back in the day was voice memos picking up girls? <laughs> Could you imagine? Wild. You know, when you have a good voice like that, it could work Save wonders. Literally. So it's like, you know, voice memos definitely put it in the repertoire now. Yeah, and I think this is good to talk about the texting aspect too. So from the points there, and um, Eric, I'd love to hear your perspective. Texting now, that's obviously big, integrating that communication. Do you feel texting should be more of, especially early on, like making the plans and then let the interaction go from there? Or do you think this could be a way to show your personality or what? What do you guys think? say? I feel with me, like the college perspective, texting is huge. Texting is huge in college. And, you know, I hate texting. I'd rather meet up and talk and stuff like that, get to know the person. But, you know, you got to play the game how it is. You know what I mean? I use texting more of like, you know, start and spark conversations that will lead later on. So like, hey, how was your day? Stuff like that. Then lead to other things. I may ask a question that is like maybe a little mundane that I wouldn't ask in person, right? Because it might just get blown over quick, but then I could bring it up later on in actual in-person conversation. And then, you know, you could mention stuff. So it's like, oh, like how many siblings do you have, blah, blah, blah. And then you get their names and stuff like that. And then when you're in person, oh, you know, how was this person, how's this person doing? And then they're like, oh, you noticed, you remembered that. Like you could use texting as a way to show that you are actively listening and, uh, you know, relating to that person in conversation. Like you could use it as a tool because it's in writing. You have it memorized. You know what I mean? You don't need it like, you know, yeah. oh my God, she has four siblings, blah, blah, blah. These are their names. They all go to these schools and these are their majors and these are their favorite hobbies. You have it written down and stuff like that. You have the things they like and then you could literally just like, you know, before you go out, oh yeah, you know, what, how is this? How's this going on? You were talking about this before. You're interested in this. It gives you talking points for when you actually are in person. Great stuff. I feel like just coming off my own experience, I played the texting game completely wrong with this last girl. So, elaborate. So, we had a date scheduled for two weeks from the point we started texting. That's too long. It's too long. It's too long. But she was busy the weekend that we could have gone and seen each other. So, I'm like, all right, I got to keep this thing going for two weeks. I haven't met you before. We just match on a dating app. Yeah. So I'm like, do I text you every day? Am I a good morning? How's your day? What's going on in your day? Good night? And just keeping it going that way? Or do I just kind of fall back and let the thing happen organically? And then one day, maybe two days in, I text her, good morning. I get nothing back. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, now nah, I got to read into this all kinds of crazy. I'm like, all right, she so didn't text me back. Do I send another text? Do I double text? Do I triple text? Ah, and so I just, I felt back for a couple days. Yeah. And then after that, she texts me and she's upset saying, oh, well, you didn't reach out to check on me. Oh, oh well, you know, you clearly, you're not interested. 
And I'm like, well, I bought these tickets for us to go on this date. Well, I'm, I'm clearly interested. You know, I want to go on. I, I know you have things going on. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, harp on you. I've never met you before. <laughs> so I, the, the texting thing now, I'm kind of burnt out. I, I oh, yeah. yeah, I just don't care. I don't care. If you're going to hit me up, hit me up. I'll hit you back. But I don't want to get into the texting game because if we're not going to meet in person, why are we even doing this? And if we plan to meet in person, like, come on now. I feel that 100%, and you bring up a good point, and I raised this question already, so you talk about organic, right? But you also mentioned dating apps. Dating apps aren't organic, so do the organic no. rules apply in those situations of the good morning text in that two-week time frame, or do we not do that? So there is no rules for that. We just have to go about it. And see, the issue is that no one, ha everyone has different opinions on the dating apps and how you respond, and it's just the luck of the draw of you meet someone that's like, oh, you know, we have plans in two weeks. I don't want to talk with you until that week. Or it's someone that's right. like, no, I want you to be like, hey, good morning, how's your day? What, you know, what coffee did you have today? Was it a macchiato? Was it a cappuccino? It's like, you know, you want to like figure everything about them and talk to them nonstop for two weeks. Oh, I could care less. But then at the same time, you talk to them for 14 days. What the hell are you talking about on a, on a first date? Yeah. No, it, at that yeah, point, exactly. you already had your first date through yeah. text, and it's like, you're like, oh, I know everything already, so yeah. my place in an hour? Like, yeah, what do you do? Yeah, for real, though. So, like, what goes on? And that's the path I didn't want to go down. Yeah, but I should have. Yeah. I think I think everyone has a different expectation of what what a dating app means and what it's for. for real. And I feel like maybe from my perspective, my age, I remember like when these dating apps started, like Tinder, Bumble, and all that. And I think that yeah, they were meant for dating. But at the same time, everyone's like they kind of like they know what this really is. It's like it's a hookup app. But I think over time, it's evolved into. Like I think the apps took themselves more serious, almost in a weird way. Like yeah, they, we we are a dating app, but I think for a lot of people, when we saw it come out, it was like, oh, this is for like, oh, just to meet random people, like to hook up with. So I think the expectation of oh, I'm finding something serious on this is kind of like you don't that that bar is low on a dating app. A lot of pressure. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Like I remember once when you talk about the apps, I think sometimes. And especially this isn't ghosting, but, you know, no answer is an answer. It's like you really got to look at the dating app like the bar in the sense that this, my perspective, this girl likes me, finds me attractive enough for me to talk to her. From from the match. From like, the match. From like I literally means, match with okay. somebody at the bar. Yeah. Maybe we dance. Maybe this turns into something after. But then sometimes it turns to a boring conversation like, damn, you're really pretty, but I don't care about these things we're not vibing to. That's how I recently look at it like that. Like I literally looked at anyone you know, and I match with that somebody just finds me attractive and either that, that attraction lasts for the two seconds they were swiping right, maybe they were... That's the problem whatever. too is that like the match is like... How it's serious just off, they look, off the looks. Because yeah. you'll see like a lot of times I'll see in like girls' bios, they'll say like... Oh, like you probably didn't even read this. Like, <laughs> like read already, the, the doubts already there because it's like you're just going off of what you see. Swipe, right? You're not even reading that. So, like that it, that match is just a physical attraction, I guess. Mm -hmm. Rather than like, there, there's nothing else off of that. I mean, there's a bio, but like, okay. And some people think that like this is this is the big moment. I remember somebody like cursing me out. Um, so one thing I try I don't do anymore is adding someone on social media 
while we're just talking, which is just so stupid. And I get burned for reasons like, oh, we don't vibe, but I have a new follower. And then when we couldn't ha- make plans to hang out for whatever reason, and I have all of these mess- long essays about how much of a terrible person I am because I didn't make these plans, you know, this, this stuff works both ways. And how could you get so upset with me and I don't even know what your voice sounds like? And stuff like that. I'm sure you guys have had similar situations one way or the other. And Sam bring brought up one. So I go a little bit the opposite. Like I like giving, like if I'm like talking, I won't give my social media day one. If I give my social media a few days after talking to someone, that's because I want them to see my life. So like I'm someone that on Instagram, I post a lot, not because I want followers or I want likes. I like to live my life show my, you know, die with memories, not dreams. You know what I mean? So like, I like to like photograph and keep everything memorized, you know, for the, for the world. Right. And it's like, show my experience. So it's like, if I want you to follow me, it's because I want you to see the little things I like to do. I want to, I want to show you the favorite bar that I tag a million times called on Bielbacht in the Bronx. I want to show you me when I go to a wedding in a suit case, if you need a plus one, you know, you know what I mean? Actually, I'm um, the best man for my brother's wedding, uh, December, it's either the 2nd or the 8th. So, you know, I'm looking for the plus one. I'm only kidding, actually. It's a great best plug. You. Um, great plug. So, uh, <laughs> should be a fun time. Um, you know, but I actually still have to write the speech. Uh, I think I gotta work on that. But you know what I mean? Like, I wanna bring people into, like, my world and let's, like, through that, I, they get to see a little glimpse. And then I get to see a little glimpse. I get to see how they respond to things, what they like, you know what I mean? And, you know, you might be see who they follow and stuff like that. I don't stalk, you know, no one stalks, I feel. I know, people stalk, but, like, I don't like to do deep dives. <laughs> I don't try to do, and I don't, I, I'm, I'm not a detective here. I'm not trying to do forensics right now, you know what I mean? So it's like, but you get to give a little glimpse because just seeing them, what is a dating app? It's the best pictures that you and your friends thought you look good in, and then you find prompts that you think will entice. And then from that you try to attract people. So is it really a true self or it's just you putting out your best quality? A lot of people show their entirety on Instagram. And I don't even, not even on posts, stories. Stories are very important because that's where you see the emotion of someone. Posts are the good thing. Stories show the entire body of everyone. so true. It's like whenever you would see like people post things, it's only the good things, but then you see the tagged photos. That's the real them. Yeah. It's the yeah, tagged the real photos. Them. Erica, I would love to hear your perspective regarding either texting or the dating app. Are we guys making it more complicated than we need it to be? First, I have a funny story about this. Um, guys following me on my like Instagram after we match on apps. So there's this guy, I've never met him. Uh, but we follow each other on Instagram after we matched on an app. And now he's like, he has a fiance. So I'm seeing his life. That happened. I'm seeing his life through Instagram. And I've never met him, but I'm very happy for him. Good for you. I'll be honest though. Sometimes I'll start talking with someone on like, you know, like a dating app. Like, I would say not now, but like a year ago. And when I was like more, like, I don't really like dating apps now. I don't, I barely look and I look at them. I have my notifications muted. I just like, I really don't like them anymore. But like when I was like big into them, you know, if I like didn't go on a date with someone, let's say, but like I ended up following them, sometimes I even came friends with them. Yeah. Just because you see them, you comment, oh, good for you, congrats, and stuff like that. And sometimes that's okay. Like, you know, maybe like the dating app is for dating, but sometimes if you get an experience out of it of like, oh, this person's genuinely just like a good person, cool, like no harm, no foul. I gained a friend, that's okay. 
Yeah. Um, what I was saying, like he matched with a girl on Tinder and they've been talking for like talking for two weeks and they planned a date like two weeks ahead. Yeah, that's going to be the next point too. So perfect. So, if, so you said you didn't text her like every day. No. You didn't talk like to each other every day. I think that you just weren't vibing in the first place because I don't know, like... I feel like texting is important before like before a first date. Because that's how you kind of understand if you can like that person, like if you like their personality, if you like their like way to like um their humor and stuff. So I feel that texting is super important before a date and also if you haven't seen that person and you have to wait two weeks. Girls have a lot of other like guys on options on dating apps <laughs> you're here tonight though oh <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yeah. girls have a lot because i i know it like a lot because i know how, how guys swipe on dating apps it's like swiping all they don't even look at the, like they don't even look at the pictures but I feel like you, if you want to go out with that person, you have to text that person. You have both of you like. It's all the momentum. Like that's that's key. Yeah, because you have to keep the thing like until you meet that person. Like you, I don't know how to say it in English, but you have to like. Um, progress. You have to gradually yeah. progress and get to know that person. Yeah, and if you just stop texting each other, the girl will probably. The one person we probably think that the other person is mm-hmm. is texting someone else, so which is probably true. But like, if you want to meet that person, you should keep texting that person once a day. Like, hey, how are you doing? Blah blah blah. It doesn't have to be like a twenty-four hour thing, but you have to show that person that you are interested, and you have to keep up until the day you meet. Seriously, that's that's key. I think for both perspectives, if somebody says, hey, I'm not around for a week or two weeks, bye, they don't care enough about you. Who's busy for a week straight? And here's one thing with my perspective with dating, like, okay, fine. In fairness, yes, there are people who are legitimately busy for a week straight, but somebody busy will make the time for you. Texting takes three seconds, like literally texting something. Yeah, I yeah. owe you three seconds. And, um... Like that, it's all momentum, and I think that's key. Like I always say, the Channing Tatum test, anything in, in dating, specifically, if Channing Tatum or what, let's just put any extremely attractive sex symbol. Let's say for me, if um, like Ana de Armas said, "Hey, let's hang out tomorrow." I have no I have idea who that family. is. I, we're, we're busy. Uh, I gotta do something else. No idea who that is. Just, oh. let's just use Channing Tatum. Okay, as we'll the, do as the bar. All right, if we're gonna say I'm not exactly sexually attractive to Channing Tatum, but I know a lot of people are. Right, come on, we just told about Ryan Reynolds. Okay, Ryan Reynolds. We know Ryan it's Reynolds. That's a good one. That's right. a good one. Be, bottom like line. All right, we'll do the chain. I should have saved my point. Channing Tatum Deadpool. says to a girl, hey, I know. let's hang out. Let's have a nice dinner and go from there. I think, I like to think most of the time, or any famous celebrity, someone would take him up on that. And I kind of think of it that way too. Like, if you're going to put yourself out there and say, hey, you want to hang out? Even if they're busy, they'll figure out a way to make it work. 
right? Yeah, if they want to, yeah. Exactly. Like, that's the point with these plans and stuff. I'll be honest, though. If I have plans, though, I don't cancel them on my on my friends because the ch- let's, let's, course, just, like- let's just do statistics. The chance of a, really, a, a first aid working out to a relationship is hard. It's slim. Mm-hmm. If you pick the right people, talking about dating apps. Yeah. If it's a dating app, yeah, it's it's going to be hard because we don't know what, we, what the person's looking for. It could just be a hookup. It could be just be you know a little you know. FWB. That's why you have to. That's something you have to ask before no, yeah, going out. Exactly. No, absolutely. You have to like literally do your homework and really have conversations and have those talks before you do that. That's why you have to talk and don't go for like five days. At the same time, though, two weeks is too long, though, because like I brought up before, you then don't have anything to talk about on the first day. Yeah, yeah. Sam, you're very animated. Do you have anything to say? I took it from Tinder to the DM. From the DM to text. Yes, but you didn't text her. And I fell flat on my face. I was like, how do I keep this going for two weeks? She invited me to the next level. Like, So she went from Tinder, said, hey, take my Instagram. Hey, take my number from Instagram. So the ball was in my court, I feel like. It was just me to keep it going. And I just kind of downplayed myself. I was like, you know what? I don't want to burn out before I even get there. Like you guys are saying, like, the first date's now two weeks away. And I could have made it more, I could have made it more clear. Granted, I'm hooking up with people along the way too, you know, she wasn't a main priority to me. So I guess along those lines, I let it slip. That's the thing. That's because neither of you were actually interested in the thing. Otherwise, you would have find things to talk about. What could be those things to talk about as we're trying to It comes naturally. That's yeah, yeah, the like, thing. I, I, I'm a pop. That's what I was going to say, too. And if it doesn't come naturally, it, it's not meant to be. Let me ask you this, though. Who was asking most of the questions, you or her? It was like, it was literally, literally 50-50 in terms of conversation. So she, I'd get her going on some topic and she wouldn't stop talking. Then I could segue into something else and, this, and it would just flow that way. But I knew this is like a game I'm playing, trying to go for two weeks. I'm like, I, I can't, like, in my mind, feel like I can give you the attention you need to keep this going. Because I went hard early on texting her, hey, Consistently, 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 consistently. I'm like, why am I even doing this? Why am I even playing this game? Like, I haven't met you yet. It's, it's just kind of stupid in my mind. The way I saw it was like a stupid game I was playing with her. But I would say that, I mean, maybe a phone call would have changed that maybe too? And we did the, the dynamic. We did the voice notes. Okay. We were getting there, but it just never materialized. And I just didn't want to talk to her that much, I felt like. So I the, interest, I want, the interest I, I wasn't... Want, I, I wanted to meet up with her. Oh, and, you, then, yeah. and then at that point, text her consistently. I didn't want to text you, give you all of my like, time and devotion texting if I've never met you before. If I don't even know if I'm going to genuinely like you, mm-hmm. if I haven't met you. I, feel like I think you just, uh, you just don't like texting, too. I, I, I think know, that's part of it, and too. Texting is not like, the, my favorite thing to do, too. That means that... I, I felt like we were working towards me texting her more consistently, but the gap in time, the two-week span, I, could, I didn't want to put up that much energy for two okay, weeks. Okay, so and she got kind of mad because you didn't text her. So it means that you were just not meant for each other. Like, she's like a texting kind of person. She wants, like, constantly attention. So hit me and, up. 
No, and like it's like so you just no, you just have to like understand that you're not made for everyone. So if you're not like, yeah, I probably if you met up with that girl, it wouldn't. I don't know how to say it in English, but you wouldn't have like vibe to go anywhere. Yeah. yeah, like it'll work out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because like she's like a texting kind of. You don't like texting. You don't like. You're not like constantly on the thing like i felt like she wanted a pseudo relationship yeah so you're not you're not like and that, i was so like well it. what are we even doing i don't even know you as a person genuinely to pretend to care about you that much but if she's like this before meeting up it means that that's how she is so you can't change it so you're just not not made for her and that's fine i'm the that's problem what. here <laughs> no no everyone. no that no, up, not the problem that also brings up a good point though it's like how long do you talk to someone until you realize that if you haven't gone on a date yet it's done like in my eyes it's like if it's been like 10 to 14 days you're not going to meet up because it's like if you really are interested like by the time you talk for like two weeks you know that person you know if you like them or something like that you send the voice memos you're saying right if you're not meeting up now it's done and so all you're doing really is just feeding into that person's attention that they want because you're the one saying good morning when they want to hear that but they want to go about their day and go out and have fun and stuff like that you're just giving them the little extra thing that they need in their day to make them feel a little better you know what I'm saying so like that's not all people but you know sometimes there are people like that that just straight up just like you know what this person's giving me the attention i need right now it's almost like the emotional relationship yeah not the total relationship yeah. you're just feeding a part of the thing that they need at the moment not what they want i think that's what i thought i was playing definitely thought i was playing into that yep just a few more things on the texting before we switch it up one is there such thing as a bad texter i don't think so who you, you do think so there, there are bad texters. Like, 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 okay. But and the only thing is, like, for this, and I, I get it. I'm the, I'm the opposite of a bad texter. I'm too good. At, I'm too good at communicating. If you text to, too much, it's not good. Yeah, but what I meant by I that, that, that sounds very bad. What I what I meant by that is, I happen to always have my phone on me for texting and emails. Like, I'm up to date with whoever reaches out personally and professionally. But, like, is there somebody, if you're trying to get to know them, I just feel, and, and this is me, I'm not, a, I don't understand this. This is why I'm asking the question. I'm bad at understanding if there's a bad texture or not, hence why I'm asking. I, I just feel that if somebody is on your mind, sw- somehow, some way, they'll communicate with you with that. Will they still be a bad texture despite that? Maybe they are. Or will they try to at least fix that bad texting habit and they'll fix it for that per, per specific person they're interested in like are they a bad texter to you know their boss at work like what what is it that's what i'm trying to understand is if anyone has anything to say i'd love to hear i'll say like i'll agree with you like i'm someone that doesn't shut the fuck up ever even in real life and it's like i'm always have my phone i'm not someone that's gonna read see that you text me and wait and wait three hours to respond to you i hate that like i know the way the world works you have your phone you saw the notification popped up it then popped up again the second time because that's the way the way iphones work okay and you just said no i don't want to look and have a conversation right now and then you're like oh hey what's up i hate that drives me absolutely crazy if you're busy 
just text me busy right now talk to you later cool just literally just acknowledge that hey i understand you want to talk right now and i get you're free but i'm not don't just like be like oh like three hours later oh i was doing something blah 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 you know how's your day going because then it's just like i waited the entire day you know it's you you're gonna think about oh why didn't she respond the entire rest of the day yeah that's that's like on like that's like growing up and then we like more mature like relationship dating you have to communicate with that person like you have a busy day just tell me i i'm busy i'll text you whenever like whenever i can even if you're having a bad day hey i'm grumpy today or like i i had a terrible day at work i don't really want to talk right now can we talk tomorrow i'm sorry like that's fine we could facetime later or something like that we could talk tomorrow that's or something the, like that's that that's the dating phase because if you're yeah. my boyfriend and you tell me i, I had a bad day and i want to talk with you that's, that's a red <laughs> flag you. that's a problem <laughs> it's like if i had a bad day i'm like babe like can you come over i want to just like watch a movie and like vibe right now maybe we hang out and stuff like that and have a good time like I had a bad day. But like, if we're just like talking and stuff like that, you could literally, it's totally okay just being like, listen, I'm having a bad day. I'm not feeling it right now. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And that's totally okay. The whole like waiting a day, oh, you know, I just like forgot. Or the, I know there's people that, that like leave you on red. They read it and just won't respond. And then they you like, especially, or like not someone but dating, just friends. Yeah. And then you see them out and you're like, you saw my text. Yeah, I forgot to respond. I mean, you fucking forgot to respond. <laughs> Makes no sense. Your phone's right there. Fucking respond. It's not that hard. It happens a lot. Like I forget to respond to my friends a lot of times. But like, with like, if I if, if I'm texting with a guy that I actually like, I never forget to text back. No, absolutely. Like, I'm there waiting like, for a text. If you back. don't respond quick, it shows me disinterest. Yeah. But there's also people that I know are bad texters and don't respond quick. I'm also someone where I my brain's constantly working. So like I might hit you up and like when I'm texting you and ask you two questions at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's not because I'm, you know, want to double text or something. That's because the way my brain works, I might forget about one of those questions at some point and I don't want to wait until you answer the first question and then have to answer it again. I'm just going to throw both of them at you. You take whatever time you want. That's why we have the reply button on iMessage now where you could like highlight the text and reply to the individual text and single it out. Literally. That was a game changer, by the way. Huge game changer. Big, big, big. All right. Um, And then the DM sliding. Do you think it actually works? Like if I went on Instagram and say, and we're talking about as non-famous people, because I've only seen famous people examples. Like, of course they're gonna. You have a better chance. Well, that's of, I think that's the how they have to communicate is like through the DMs. It's like I can't just be famous and then it's like, I mean, unless you really just like fuck it, like whatever, yeah. I don't care. Because like I think like because then oh the blogs will pick it up or whatever. All these the blog, yeah, so right. They, you're gonna get screenshotted anyways. They're like, like that's, that's how a, we. You're, Excellent points. Like that's a whole other uh, subject, the celebrity EM slide. But I'm saying for a regular person, do you? Is it the same exact rules as texting? Is there any chance? Like because Drake can DM slide a girl who will do whatever with him. That doesn't mean you're not Drake. You're Johnny or whatever. Like is that the, the same thing? Should we even bother as regular folks or what? I rarely slide into DMs. Like, I don't like doing that. Like, I rather, like, I rather, I like, I think well, I've done it a few once. times. 
I wouldn't even slide. I might like the reactions on like in IG stories and send like send like a, like a, like the heart like eye face and then be like man you know like say something like some stupid or some of that. It's usually when I'm drunk, um, <laughs> you know, and I'm just being stupid. I'm like you know what? Let me throw the lifeline out. See if she catches it. Um, yeah, why not? You know what I mean? But like no, like I don't like that. Like if you know the person and you slide into the DMs, sus. Like just go like text a person you know their number or like you go see them out and talk to them. Like, especially me in college, it's like, you could find someone that, if you have friends with them on Instagram in college, you could easily see them throughout the week in the hallways or something like that, or at a, a party or something. Just go talk to them. Yeah, maybe if you're too shy to talk to I get that, but like, if someone's too shy to go up to you and talk to you in person, right? Because maybe they're scared to be active in person and like being, being like ignored on, on Instagram is yeah, this definitely could be possible. I'm just, I would so rather be rejected in person for oh, me. Like in, like in text, I literally read, I'm reading somebody take the time to tell me, no, we are not going to make this work. And that's fine. Like it stings for a solid five minutes. And I move on. But at least in person, sometimes it only, it really doesn't phase me. That's just me. But I know, and I'm very outgoing. Not, I understand your point very well. For somebody maybe more introverted, they're they're okay with that. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I don't slide into DMs because I feel like when you do that, there's this like maybe this. I think I think women have this like expectation of what this is gonna be. Like, oh, okay, like this guy like is trying to do this again. Like, like maybe they're so used to that kind of thing, so it's kind of like, oh, here we go again, kind of. And I think they don't <laughs> like that again. approach. Oh shit, here we go again. Yeah, like, like oh shit, here we go again. So I'm like, well, I feel what? like DMs like, has a very like sexual That's, innuendo that behind I it. Think so that part it's like, too. so I think they're just turned off from that. Like, no, absolutely. Like, if you're sliding, like, the term sliding into your DMs, just like even from like pop culture, like music and stuff like that, it's become sexual. Like, there's no way I'm gonna be like, you know, sliding someone girl's DMs, be like, you want to go to dinner tomorrow? Like, come on, like, we're not doing that. <laughs> Like it's like it's it's two a.m. I got rejected at the bar after twelve o'clock. You know I've been shooting for tens. They go down by two every hour. I saw you on the story. You're still out. You know, let's roll dice and see what happens. Yeah. Like like that's what that's what sliding to DMs are, and that's why I don't like it because it's just like I find it shallow. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, that's why it works for celebrities, and the only that's why it only that's. A, that's why it only works for celebrities and the only example I've seen it quote unquote working as a celebrity I mean the the, la- the, only, the latest example I've seen Dave Portnoy for a bar stool I guess had his anniversary for his girl and the first thing he, he ever said to her hang out or nah but he has a status that can that can you know he can, he could say that I, I think if I said that to someone I like they say get the hell out of here or so personally I think that if you slide in a girl's DM, someone's DM, or like it's it's the same thing on a as on a dating app. If you say something that's funny, that it's not like the hi, how are you? I, I'm not gonna text you, but I'm not gonna answer that DM. But if you say something funny, or if you say some, and first of all, if I think you're attractive, that's the first thing. If I think you're attractive and you slide in my DMs, and you say something funny, something I can actually reply back, like it's not just, not just on hi, then I will probably say something back. The, 
and also like the famous people stuff. Like if someone with like a verified profile slides into my DMs and they're gonna say hi, I'm not I'm not texting them. Like I'm not replying them because first of all, first of all, if like a famous person like um, send me a, a DM or whatever, I know they they can do that the same thing with every other person, every other girl. So I I don't know. I don't want. I'm not interested in going out with a famous person because I know I can be replaced like this. So I don't want to do that. I'd rather go out with some with a normal person that may that actually is in, interested in, in me only. I I don't know. That's. I wouldn't. I wouldn't reply to a famous person that just slides into, into my DMs and say hi, how are you? Like no. Same as that normal person. You have to be like confident and you have to show your personality if you text some. If you slide into a girl's DMs. I agree 100%. And shout out to a real gentleman who's anti DMs, Jason Momoa, giving Kate Beckinsale his jacket after the Oscars right there, like a true gentleman right there. There's no better slide than giving the jacket on a cold night right now. I just have to say, I love the effort and I give the support. Oh, attractiveness, right? I, Erica, can I ask you, um, and everyone chime in for this. So when we were talking about the attractiveness, right? Let's say... A very ugly person and a very attractive person said the exact same things, even if it was clever and everything. It's. Do you feel it's more for the attractive person? Of course. But what's attractive for me may not be attractive yeah, for someone of else. So. And like that's everyone's right. People can like what they like. Some people don't understand, but yes, that's the thing we have to respect. But if like, uh, let's say a guy I will not go for, text me the dms me whatever something like really funny or like something i wanna like reply back like if they show off their confident and they have like a big personality i will say something back even if they are not in my like personal like yeah yeah one thing me and sam throughout the years have always had various openers we've tried and then trying to be more than the hay like things i've said and then recently, hey, what was the best thing you did today? I guess that's boring to some and interesting to others. I've done the the thirty thing, like, will you be my Tinderella? And that literally led to a relationship. They claimed they were embarrassed. They, not embarrassed. They claimed what I said was lame, but we went. We were boyfriend and girlfriend. So what's the thing? It's you should. Bottom line, I bring this up. If you're trying, whether on an app or in person, you should really take the effort to be a little more clever and it doesn't have to be that hard. Do you agree? Yeah. I think uh, that you you just have to find a, pers- a person with your same sense of humor, with like a person just like you that you can vibe with. Because there are girls that just um, care about the looks. So if a um, good looking guy for them, text them or whatever, they're just gonna say yes because that's what they're looking for. Not not everyone is looking for the same thing. So it, you can be like the hottest guy, the hottest per- person on the planet. But if I if I just don't vibe with you or like if we're not on the same like what's this called? Love yeah, <laughs> like there's no way we're going out. Even if you are like super hot. Perfect, perfect. Solid stuff. And uh, 
I'll definitely learn a lot from it. Um, one thing I want to ask, um, let's have a little more fun with this. So next to the uh, dating and stuff, say you're about to go out on the night with your boys, your girls, all of that, right? Go to the bar. The various bars in the Tri-State area we can name here is great. Or you're out in L.A., Miami. You're out in North Dakota, Iowa, Texas, um, Italy, Spain, anywhere. You go out on the night, right? And say you want to establish a connection with someone. You meet them at the bar, like all the hip-hop songs and stuff. Should people, like, understand that you're not... There is like a solid 4% chance, 10, 10%. I don't know what the percentage. What do you think is the percentage of you actually going home to have sex with someone and hook up? You know what happened to me? Like, that I met someone one night and I spent the night with them. That's never happened. No. One night. Say, may I ask you guys if you guys had this in your past? Like, I've had one night stands. I'm not a fan. Like, I like to know someone before I actually, like, get down and, you know, like, actually, like, you know, go have sex with them and stuff like that. Um, just, it's just me. I'm, I don't know. It's how I am. But uh, I feel like, I don't know, you got to really rap game to, like, really, you know, seal the deal on that. In college, it's different. In college, I think it could happen, you know, at the right time. If you get to the, go to the right bar at the right time past 12 o'clock, it could probably take about two minutes if you really, you know, <laughs> walked in in the right opportunity and stuff like that. Also, it just depends on the vibe and stuff like that and what's going on in your life. Like, if you're just fresh off an ex and everyone knows in college that so you're fresh off a, bad, uh, off a bad relationship and something like that and walking into a bar, your eye candy and everyone notices, oh, he's back on the market like you could literally just walk in sometimes if you're of that like caliber to like get with someone but like is that really what you want you know what I mean so it just, it just really it's, you gotta feel the vibe and see what happens yeah for me the the days of stacking chlamydia are over <laughs> you know I'm not trying to go back into those waters but uh, the days of stacking chlamydia like I'm, I'm I'm still open to meeting somebody and having fun but yeah. like my my go to isn't that anymore, you know. Like like I will definitely go out, have a great night, and then if anything materializes, it's great. But like really pushing for that to be the lifestyle that I want, no, no, I'm not looking for that you, anymore. You were asking like what percentage of the chances that happen? Yeah, basically, I'm asking. Yeah, that's a, basically that's that's um, one of the things I'm mentioning. But I'm saying, are you more likely than not to go home with someone? Definitely less likely. Mm-hmm. And having said that, why do you think so many people think like it's gonna work and stuff? Why do, why are we putting ourselves out there thinking? I mean, it's, it's like it, why do we play the lottery? Right. The chance is literally like so stacked against you, but we do it all the time. It's like it's that it's that one for that one person who hits. You're like my chance could happen. Oh, it works. It oh it works. It, it does, does work. work. Oh yeah. You know, I, I um, like Brian, have also been in situations of pure happiness for a night, and um, for whatever reason, it worked, and um, that was cool, and it hasn't happened a lot, but I, I, <laughs> there definitely, you know, I'm 27 now, and maybe when I was younger, I thought I would better shots and now I just like to go out to hang out with the people around me so I don't have that um 
I don't have that desire anymore. I really don't. But of course, like Sam said, I, who's not open to having fun if the vibes are right and people give consent and, and uh, you know, go crazy. Just don't get chlamydia. I, and, think, uh, I think it's or do. going... Or, have a, or do get chlamydia. And, I also and think go it's to, like go going out doctor. with that expectation of that happening. Yeah. I think when you go out with the expectation, like, oh, I'm going to... I'm gonna hook up with somebody yeah. tonight. It never exactly. happens. You're more and likely, if that were to come true and meant to be, it's more likely when you're not looking for it. You can yeah, wash exactly. yourself when you do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you you're yeah. expecting it to happen. You're gonna just leave upset. You know what I mean? No, definitely. I also think it's a big thing, like Hollywood and media and stuff like that. Like, how many times have we seen a movie or a TV show where a guy or a girl goes out to a bar and they just like meet someone, like out with them? Like, I could just think of like the movie, like Top Gun. Like, they're in the fucking bar, they're singing the song, The Righteous Brothers, and it just happens. You know what I mean? And like that, you know. Unfortunately, we love movies, we love rom coms and all that, and that's why we get a false like sense of what actual relationship love and all that is. You know what I mean? And like in my eyes, like I rather like make out or like you know just like this kiss someone and at a bar. And then like meet up with them a few days later after getting to know them, then just like like you know go like hook up with them and like you know have sex with them that night because it's just like mm-hmm. like is it more of the physical attraction or you're generally generally like interested like if you could hold back and have restraint, I respect you more and I want to pursue you more. I think it's also something that you learn as you get older too. Absolutely, I'm learning that in college. Like I'm noticing like I'm noticing my friends. Like I'm someone that only really hooks up with someone. Like I don't like just hook up to hook up. I hook up to date. That's like how I am. I. Yeah. I like I've never been someone that's just like I just want to get with a million people. I want my fucking roster to be like the opening day roster of the Yankees. Like I don't want to live with fifty people on it. Like I don't want that. Like you know what I mean? It's just like I rather have Made a select. I don't want no roster. I want to select. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I want to select few that like yeah. I pursue these people because I was genuinely interested. You know what I mean? And like I took the flyer out on them. I rather like make really a, a, a impact in the moment of them remembering like it's more of an impact if I, I feel if you're talking to a girl and you don't hook up with them that night and you leave and i think what you're saying is more of like that whole like society thing that makes mm-hmm. it seem like that's a bad thing no like, yeah it is yeah. it's like oh you didn't get with anyone last time what the fuck's wrong with you like come on like you didn't get a rebound you just broke up with your girl why aren't you like like trying i'm like no i'm dealing with me working on me and you know what i respect myself more for just working on me and people are going to notice that like, people notice when you gotta also remember the person you're getting with like especially in college the person that you're getting with right now it might not be the person you're with but the people around you might be the people that you might want to get with eventually so they see you all getting with someone immediately after your ex and they'd be like oh this person's a fuck boy they just want to get right now and deal with the pain they don't know how to deal with their issues and then they were like nah fuck this kid why am i gonna why am i ever gonna even pursue him because he's just fucking around you know, it's so true and I even think about like for me like coming out of high school going into college like the whole thing in our high school for us is like yo fuck as many bitches that type of that type of language is like well what we heard that's what I was just exposed to so when I got to college it's like yo this is what I'm supposed to do I'm yeah. supposed to go and like you and your boys let's go out you let's and your have boys, fun go yeah. out let's meet as let's meet as many chicks as possible like yo like that's what we thought was like that's what we're supposed to do and then like as you get older you're like this is just all fucking meaningless it's like it's gross. 
It's a, it's like it's gross. And let's call it the way it is. It's probably like if you're out, like you're probably shit face. It's probably not even going to be that good. And it's just, and it's just like I'm like, wasting my like time girl, doing this. Yeah, like if you like the girl, I want, I want sex to be memorable. So then she, you know, like if, if that, if that connection, which I think is the most important part of a relationship, is that physical intimacy because it does heal some things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, besides, you know, the emotional connection. I would actually, you know, I would call sex the second part. Emotional connection is number one. But like. If it's bad the first time, there's no chance of it ever working. Because like, a lot of girls would just be like, nah, it wasn't good, I'm done. I, I'm not I, trying again. I ain't throwing a flyer out again. I hit 50 girls from the back. Who did I have sex with? You know, it's like, how many memories are you making here, buddy? You know, you're living the worst life you can possibly. You know, you're doing the worst for yourself. But, but like, again, like I said, it's like something you have to learn eventually. Like, I'm not saying, like, I mean, like, an 18-year-old, like, don't, don't do this. You're going to learn eventually. You know what I mean? It's a learning process. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying that yeah, sex is more than that. Than just, but yeah, you know, for sure. You know, you need to put a face yeah, to something. Exactly. You need to have that connection with somebody. Yeah. To, I feel like consider it sex. You know, like, it's like, what are you even doing? What are you even doing? Erica, I'd love to hear your perspective on our thoughts, but of course, I would love to hear your side of it regarding the, the regarding these ideas of more just hooking up at the bar and stuff, and compare that to intimacy. So I, I don't like um, like the hooking up kind of thing, because if a guy that I'm talking about guys, but if a guy doesn't uh, is not like interested in you, doesn't care about you, and you have sex with someone that doesn't care about you and doesn't care, I don't know how to say it. Um, so if you hook up with someone and you don't know each other and you don't care about each other. They don't know your body. They don't know how you work. So the sex won't be great. It won't be even good because like, oh, like, you know, help me. <laughs> no, like, so like, there's no like emotional connection. It's not, even, yeah. it's not only the emotional connection. Or like but chemistry. Is that like, Are you saying them knowing your body? <laughs> yeah. Oh like, yeah, no, that only comes with time though. Like even if you have an emotional yeah, connection, you go on dates, that's just gonna take a few times. But also if I am going out with someone that I know that they care about me, I, I don't have problems telling them. No, like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, you're them. more comfortable being like, if hey, I, I like it this way, I like it that way. Yeah, if I'm just hooking up with someone I met at the bar, like I don't feel comfortable with them, so I <laughs> And I, and, I, and I know they just want to have sex and they don't care about anything else. So I don't like that for that reason. No, I agree. I think we can all agree that it's better to have sex with someone you actually like. But I didn't, I didn't actually know that guys were thinking this way. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, the sex is definitely better when it's someone you like. Yeah. So, like... And you know, like, there's a connection there. For so. sure. And But there's also people who just, and this is okay, too, as long as people both consent to get your rocks off, enough for a nut. And that is okay, too, as long as people agree and uh, don't aren't influenced oh, yeah, by anything like alcohol or anything like that, too. We're also not most men. <laughs> that's, that's a great point. I'm living nut to nut. <laughs> <laughs> It's a um, definitely. It's an all an aspect. If you're not, besides, if you're asexual, who doesn't like sex? Let's be real. Some, somebody told Just me that asexual once. Asexual people. Yeah, they, some people don't. But. 
Oh, oh okay. I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. I'll assume that that everybody likes the sexy time. Yes, but like, like it's hard having a good sexy time. Like I mean, you can't have it with everyone. You said it one more time. You can't have it with everyone. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't hear you. What did you say? That <laughs> you can't have it with everyone. Like of course, the good of course. time. Be, so. And regardless, just. Just be respectful when those times come and, and do the right thing. And may I ask, though, when things are working out and you know somebody actually likes you, likes you, what do you think is the best way to show that? For me, like the classic line from Scarface, it's in the eyes, Chico. They never lie. I think you really could tell somebody likes you with the eyes. Like if they just look at you something... You know, they look at you like, I mean, without, the, the only good example I have, which is a terrible example, when they give you the fuck me eyes, when they're like, I really yeah, like to talk to you. Fuck you. Somebody help me out. Anyone, is there another like better you. example of that? Or am I, what? I'll agree with you. I feel like the eyes, I just actually had this experience to me probably like less than 24 hours ago. Won't say names or anything. We'll just call it the pilot. Um, basically, like she just gave me eyes of like, oh, I dig you. And like she was listening to the conversation. Was she, almost, was she, was she like looking into your, you feel like when you were looking at her too, was she almost like not looking into your soul, but you're like, yeah, there's something there's something cool. It was more like, you know, like when you're having a conversation with someone, you're both sharing it back and forth. Your eyes, like you could listen with your ears, but listening with your eyes and keeping eye contact. I was just about to say the extended eye contact you. shows it that. It shows you that you're actively listening because like you could close your eyes and listen, right? I could close my eyes and I can hear everyone around me right now, right? But when I'm actively listening to you, I'm showing you that I'm interested in what you're saying. And that's very important. And I like, like last night, I like I went on a date and you know we went out to dinner we got tapas and stuff like that had jumbo shrimp phenomenal it, they weren't that big I thought they'd be bigger totally different point for a different day yeah um, what's it called though but like um, having that eye contact right it, I, it made it like it made me feel good it made me feel like you know what I'm having a good conversation even if it didn't work out or anything like that right um I like that. I like the experience. You know, it's humanity, the human experience, like having that conversation. That's important. Like you want to have a good conversation with someone and it's all about eye contact. I also think it's about um, closeness. If someone is like, like at a club or like the way you're sitting and they're inching in closer towards you while you're talking, right? That shows me interest. You know what I mean? They're getting closer. They want to sit next to you. It's a lot of like subtle cues that show interest. And it's kind of, What's the word? Yeah, I guess it's kind of obvious too if somebody is genuinely interested in you or not, right? Can I tell you something? Of course. They might not be interested in what you're saying, but they might just want to fuck you. Because like a lot of times, I'm, so I, I'm not super good at, at like following what people say because I get distracted so easy. So sometimes... It happens that I just look at the person I'm with because I like them. And I know that I like them because I know I like them, personality, their personality and everything. So I give them those eyes, but I'm not listening to a word of what they're saying. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just know I like them and I just give them, give them those eyes, but I can't follow. That's totally okay, saying. though. That's totally okay. <laughs> but you're still giving them the attention that you feel like they deserve. I'm not even talking about like even like liking them. I'm just talking about the eye contact itself. Just giving someone the eye 
eye contact shows them that, hey, I'm interested in you in whatever capacity you want to say and whatever vibe they're pulling off of that. The, the, focus eye, on you. the focus is on you. The eye contact is on you. Like, who wants to, like, like, there's not, I feel like an issue is as people, like, you know, eye contact is very important when you start dating or you start seeing someone. And then as you get in through a relationship, is nothing more than I hate when I see keep people like couples out and they're like talking and texting at the dinner table or not paying attention like to that person like I have a rule if when I'm ordering food right I take I like start talking to someone I take a minute or two minutes to look at the menu with zero like I'm paying attention to the other person but like I focus in on the menu I figure it out as quick as I can what I want or I look up the menu before I go to the place so then I could automatically talk to that person because I would never want to talk to someone unless we're talking about food of what you want about something while looking for food like oh yeah you know that was a cool thing that happened today blah 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 yeah work was tough oh I should get that as an appetizer you want this like you're interrupting that conversation it's also like being rude to that person so it's like in my eyes I want to direct contact and conversation with that person. So I feel like the eyes are the first, the eyes are the first place to start to show interest in intentions, no matter what intentions you want. That's true. Sam, were you, were you about to say something before? I don't think so. Some bullshit. You're <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, I guess the also the last thing here and also not only with the eyes and see if you're matching with someone and, um, when knowing like they have true interests and maybe you have permission to make a move, it's always like that touch barrier you think, right? Like if you're talking to someone and maybe they, they are holding your arm or touching your leg or playing footsies. Like those are the ultimate cues. Am I missing out on any of them? Thigh grab. The thigh grab. The thigh grab. Like that's like a coupley thing. I feel like it's like if you're in a relationship and it's like you're talking, like you like like at like a table with someone and then like you know you start like talking and they mention it's like you know when someone's thinking about you when like someone mentions something really genuine or sweet and then let's say like your girlfriend just like grabs your thigh. And like, oh, anytime <laughs> it is grab the thigh. They give a quick, they give a quick squeeze. It's almost like a, oh, I'd want to do that with you. Or it's like, oh, I'm, I'm recognizing that like that was a touching moment. And like, yeah, that'd be cool with you too. I think that's also identifying love languages. Absolutely. You know, physical, physical touch. You know what I mean? Quality time. Though identifying those is showing interest. And playing into what they like. Those are the things that mean something to them. Does everybody know their love language here? I like to think I know what I, but is there no, something the else to hear, man? Like, who's <laughs> asking the questions here? <laughs> this is really great. Listen, I'm having an absolute blast, but we're already at an hour and a half, and we have to go soon. We have plans all together, but is there anything that I. I or you all have mentioned that we haven't mentioned yet. We literally, I have enough notes to do this uh, second part. Yeah, but this could this could be like a part one. To be seriously, honest, seriously, you know I'm you know I can get um, on it with you guys. I think this is gonna be really good. I'll just say this: stop overthinking. Like at the end of the day, when we overthink, we make things so much bigger than what they are. Just enjoy, live the moment, make a memory or two. And if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, move on to the fucking next. It's that simple. There is not, 
I'm not someone that's like, there's only one person for everyone. Like that, it doesn't make sense. There's too many people, too many people are existing and not existing at the same time in this world. Just stop overthinking and just go to the basics, be a decent human being, talk to people and stop real, real talk. Stop shooting above your weight class at some things and expecting different results. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, the idea of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results time and time again. Like, if you're shooting for, like, 15 out of 10s and you're not changing up your game all the time, like, come on now. Like, you got to spice it up a little bit sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, you, gotta, you can't keep on doing the, hey, how are you on a dating app and expect, you know, it always to work and stuff like that. <laughs> Stop overthinking. Just trust your instincts. Yeah, man. Anything else for you? And it's okay to try and fail, too, because that's how you work that muscle up of talking to people. I'd say do it till you learn where your, your cap is and work on that because that's going to identify your, your game, basically. You don't need to be the best guy ever. You need to be yourself, the best version of yourself. And it's, it's okay to fail in my book. Like, for as many rejections as you go through, we're only going to talk about the ones that succeeded. So just go through the motions and you're gonna, you're gonna work that out and you're gonna figure out who you are and who you're gonna love better and how to be a better version of yourself. And then for me, I, I'd say believe actions rather than words. For me, people will say whatever. You can say a million things. <laughs> You can, you can say a thousand you can oh yeah exactly you can say a thousand things but they mean nothing if you don't fall go go ahead with it you know what i mean so it's the actions you do so for me i always say like yo your actions even though that's a cliche your actions speak louder than words they do your actions will go will take you farther than any words because you can say whatever to a girl or a guy whatever but it's it's you showing them that you care through your actions that matters. That's true. Um, what I wanna say is there's no need to play any kind of game in the dating thing. Because like if you have to think about what you have to text to someone and you have to like, you know, prepare a text or like prepare what to say, it means that that person is not for you and no one is like not everybody is made for you so if you don't vibe with a person if you don't find like a connection with a person that's fine that's not there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong wrong with that person that person with that person um just go on find another person that is what you're looking for and so that there's no need to play games to like think about what to tell to that person like you just have to be yourself and if that person is not for you then it's not for, it would never be for you i think the greatest advice i ever got was don't date until you love being alone because if you don't know how to be alone and deal with being alone you will chase and chase and chase at the wrong things and you're going to get into relationships and situationships that are not meant for you because you'd rather not be in on a Friday night when your friends are away and you're alone watching Netflix. You need to be okay and comfortable with the uncomfortable and that's being alone for a bit because guess what? Eventually, it might work out and you will find someone or it doesn't and guess what? You'll be the cool uncle. Like that's just how it is. Like it's life. You got to be what you got to be. You know what I mean? We're all put on this earth for a purpose. Be okay okay with being alone 
Man, I have some amazing guests right here. This was everything you want in a productive conversation, and I thank each and every single one of you for this. So again, I want to thank my guests, Will Anchari, Sam Anchari, Erica from Italy, and Brian McKeon. <laughs> my name is Matt Brown, and I just want to say thank you all for an incredible talk on dating, and I really think a lot of people get a lot out of this. Thank you. So we'll see you all very, very soon. Thank you. It was a good conversation and productive conversation. Oh my goodness. What an amazing show. Erica, Will, Brian, and Sam, thank you very much for an incredible conversation and an awesome experience. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdComoPod, or on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So, mission accomplished. What a great episode talking about dating. And I hope you all got something out of it. I surely did. Don't get too hung up. Whatever is meant to be will happen. And if somebody wastes your time, it's their loss. So with that, we will be back with a new show this Thursday with a familiar face that you all will enjoy. So until then, you have a great start of your week, or I should say mid part of your week. Enjoy the summer because before you know it, it's going to be cold and freezing again. Let's go, Yankees. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family. And I love each and every single one of you. More great content coming up soon. All right. Love you all. Enjoy yourselves. See you on Thursday. Peace out.